All right, Gator Dave, apparently none of that got heard from you. So give everybody the cliff notes on Rashada, the closure there, and then what's happening at quarterback. Uh, yeah, Bill. So definitely, uh, we can move on now uh, from the from the Jaden Rashada saga. Uh, Florida has released him from his letter of intent, and um, you know, just unfortunate uh, situation for everybody involved there. And you know, now Jaden Rashada uh, visiting Arizona State over the weekend. Uh, I think as he scrambles to find his uh, his new school, uh, Bill. And uh, you think we can close the door on it? You know, maybe you've heard some rumblings and stuff of uh, maybe potential lawsuits dealing with the contract and. You know, the agent and the lawyers involved, you know, so maybe can't shut the door completely, come out of the woods yet uh, with it. But at least for the football side of it, Bill, yeah, we'll be, you know, we can move on in just a bit. And, you know, what it means for Billy Napier, you know, no matter what the reason is, you know, we still have to look at results. And, you know, this is two classes in a row now. And not putting blame on him or anything with this, but still, you know, we got to look at exactly what happened and who's on the roster and who's not on the roster. And now this is, you know, two classes now for Billy Napier where he, you know, can't count on a top flight quarterback. Uh, in his class, you know, got Max Brown, three-star quarterback last cycle. You're hoping to have Jaden Rashad, one of the top quarterbacks in the country, in your second class, your your bump class. That's you know probably been proven to be important if you want any kind of fast turnaround. Uh, but not look like what we're getting right here, Bill. So you know, two classes, Billy Napier's first two classes where not going to have a top-flight quarterback to, to to hang his hat on. So now, you know, of course, he moved to 24, and DJ Lagway, one of the best quarterbacks in the country there, and. Uh, I still think that works out for Florida. You know, I don't think the situation has much to do with you know not keeping him in the classroom or, or whatever. So maybe I have to wait just a little bit longer, Bill, to see you know one of Billy Napier's hand-picked high-profile quarterbacks uh, get on the field for for Brigaders and, and, and Billy Napier. So you know, Bill, if you just talk about recruiting on this on the field, the football aspect of it, you know, we'll still be waiting a while to see a Billy Napier recruited quarterback. You know, unless Max Brown just goes up there and surprises everybody uh, and somehow in the spring and the fall. He's going to play baseball for the Gators as well, so I don't know how much you can count on him in the spring. Uh, it looks to be you know, a Graham Mertz, um, Jack Miller battle. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised now with this uh, after spring practice window. We have another transfer portal window opening up May the 1st that you know, Florida sees what the quarterback landscape looks like after spring practice and maybe even gets another one. Gator Dave, Gators break down with us every Tuesday. All right, recent news. Tulane running back transferring to Florida and Houston from Houston, a linebacker transferring in. Tell us about those two. Yeah, Bill. So, guys with some production here for Florida in the transfer portal. Uh, Manny Nunnery, he was the linebacker from Houston that you mentioned there and and joins Taraja Mitchell, uh, another linebacker from Ohio State. Uh, and Deuce Spurlock, a, uh, a linebacker from Michigan, so Florida's third linebacker in the class, uh, and you know just a position of need for the Gators, where they need uh, they need bodies and they need players that can come in and play right away uh, and compete for starting jobs. So under 22 games for Houston over the last four seasons, um, 34 combined tackles in 2021. Uh, had 46 tackles this past year, uh, so 10, 10 career high tackles against Rice uh, there. So you know he'll come in and compete uh, for the job, not 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 green, uh, have some experience, uh, and they're going to compete with those transfer linebackers that I mentioned, and also uh, Derek Wingo, Shamar James, Kobe Williams uh, there for the Gators at the linebacker spot, and then uh, really productive running back from Tulane, Cameron Carroll. Uh, we saw him visit over the weekend, and uh, he was kind of tweeting some Gator stuff there Sunday, and then he made it official yesterday. Uh, that he's going to be transferring from the Gators bill. And, hey, look, that was a hard position to sell for the Gators. You needed another body at the run, running back spot, but good luck selling a running back on, hey, you saw what Montreal Johnson did last year. You saw what Jeremy Etienne did last year. 
you're going to be splitting carries. You know, you're not going to come in and be the number one guy when Johnson and ETN are are, uh, are producing like they did. You bring in Trey on the web, too, from the high school rank at, at, at the position as well. So four backs for Florida here uh, in Carroll, 1,600 yards uh, there at, at Tulane. In his best season, 2020, Bill, 122 carries, 741 yards, 12 touchdowns. Uh, so, as I said, you know, you're getting somebody with experience. And, and, look, this was about the best you were probably going to do just to go find a, a third-slash-fourth back, you know, coming behind Montreal Johnson and Trevor Etienne. So, Bill, yeah, gives the, gives the Gators nine transfers uh, after, you know, so many guys that, that defected and, and left the class uh, to the transfer portal going to the NFL as well. So, Florida needed a lot of transfers. Uh, they got nine, Bill. They got about room for about three or four more. Uh, if they want to meet 85, of course, they can go over 85 uh, before fall camp. Uh, you got to be at 85 when you hit fall camp. So, uh, Bill, I, I'd imagine you know, after the after spring practice, as I mentioned, for quarterback, Florida may have some other guys leave, and they'll be looking at the transfer portal again, maybe to fill in some more holes before fall camp. Tell you what, what's the mood around Florida right now? They're taking a lot of incoming heat from the critics. Yeah, Bill. I mean, you knew with the Rashada situation um, that was going to be a PR hit, uh, fair or unfair, you know, for the coaching staff. Uh, you know, not really much to do with that, but of course, opposing coaches uh, are going to use that to them. So I think the fan base maybe be a little worried there. Uh, still hanging on, and get 24 classes off to a good start. That's got to continue on, but you do wonder with this story and. If Florida doesn't win enough games this coming up 2023 season, will that affect the 24 class uh, and what Billy Napier is trying to build in that class? And Bill also just coming off, you know, a six or seven season, you know, two six or seven seasons in a row for the Gators. Uh, and I see you know, rankings are coming out, power rankings are coming out, you know, for, for SEC and a lot of people are doing that. Florida is, you know, definitely in the bottom half of the league uh, and, you know, not, you know, not, a lot to point to to feel confident about turning it around in 23 uh, there. So, you know, maybe. So you, you, you hope that the program uh, behind the scenes tries to get on the same page as far as NIL goes and you know, everybody moving in the same direction. And then on the field, you know, it's going to be time to see Billy Napier and his players and his development pay off in, in year two and maybe go surprise some people on the field. But, you no, know, I, I do think, you know, Florida's going to have to win some games, I think, in, in 23 for, for people to start maybe getting a different narrative about Florida. Gator Dave checks in with us. Gators break down the podcast. I know we don't talk much basketball here. Is that even a topic you address on your podcast at all? Uh, no, Bill. You know the podcast has just always been football. Of course, I cover. I mean, I watch basketball here you know, just as a, a follower and a Gator fan there for for the program. And you know, pretty good start there in the SEC once conference play turned around. A disappointing loss to Texas A&M. Uh, last week, but bouncing back and getting getting away over uh, you know this past weekend. So and a, little bit, a lot of people were pointing to that that well win over Mike White in, in Georgia. Georgia had been playing well. Uh, you know the game was a couple of weeks ago, but you're playing your former coach. Uh, you don't want to lose to him. Uh, Georgia had been playing well in conference play, and then uh, you get that big win over your, over your former coach. So uh, yeah, no, I mean it's just. Um, yeah, it, it, the, the way the football thing has been going with all the headlines and stuff, of course, still concentrating heavily on that. But, uh, you know, there's still following the basketball team uh, a bit. But believe me, um, Bill, just the moniker of the podcast, never a dull moment in Gator Nation. You know, it, it pinpoints to football, and that's pretty much just what it's been. It's uh, It keeps it busy, Bill. It keeps it busy. 
Tell everybody how they can get your content. Everybody can get it at news4jacks.com slash Gators. Break down the YouTube version for uh, video people out there and uh, podcast version, all the major podcast platforms out there, Bill. All right, man. See you next week. See you, Bill. For everybody, he works at the TV station. And that's news, the number four, jacks, J-A-X, dot com. News4jacks.com. All his information. So you have the Alabama news. Bill O'Brien taking a job, taking the offensive coordinator position for the Patriots. So he's going back to the NFL, going back to the Patriots, where he had been. And I know Alabama fans, that's just some closure. They expected to have a new coordinator, but good, good to hear anyways. Celebrating on that one. Now, Michigan needs an offensive coordinator. And some of the names, remember Coach Weiss, who was here. He went to Vanderbilt as a walk-on punter. Coached a year as an assistant at Smyrna High School, which is over by the borough. And then... I believe after that, went out to Stanford and joined Harbaugh. And that's how he got to know the Harbaugh's, Jim and John, because he spent some time with the Ravens, too, before going to Michigan to be the offensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. Anyways, he's out because they have accused him of tapping into university emails from Shim Beckler Hall. Again, do we – have any information? What was he do? Well, I know what the rumors are. I do know that, but I'm definitely not putting those on the airwaves. If you want to know what the rumors are about that, just look that up and then just follow the timeline. If you want to know, but I am not. Some I don't mind if they get on the airwaves as as long as we understand that. These are strictly under that category. This one I'm not putting out there. No, no, no. Names that are being thrown out as offensive coordinator. Potential hires for Jim Harbaugh. 49ers, Brian Greasy. Stanford's Tavita Pritchard. Baltimore Ravens, T. Martin. Some of the names that have been thrown out there for that gig, for the Michigan gig. No Kev, checking in from Chicago. I'm sure Gator Dave is a good dude, but the football gods don't want you talking Gators. Yeah, I, I think we're going to have that. That part will be fixed. Adam, I was at the station yesterday. And Adam has literally been working 24 hours a day, switching the system. And we'll be able to get back to Zoom calls probably next week when it comes to day. I'm not worried about that part of it. All right, let's get the break. Coming right back. We're clear. No Griff. Griff, Griff told me on Monday can't do it today, but we'll get him later in the week. So no Griff. We're, we're clear the rest of the way. I'm the Nashville Hotel.
located at 